Once you live in the 716, Buffalo sports is ingrained in your soul. No matter where you are, we always remember the roots that helped us grow. Don't let where you live or the people around you stop you from showing your Buffalo pride. Join us Buffalonians as we talk all things sports in the 716 on the Buffalo Loyal Podcast. Circles the way, like the Buffalo Bills. I'm your host, Nick English, alongside my co-host, Andrew Owich. No matter where we are, no matter the heartbreak, we will always remain Buffalo loyal. This is the Buffalo Loyal Podcast. We appreciate everyone for tuning in to this week's episode. We are going to be previewing the Monday night football game between the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans, the home opener for the Bills. Last week, we talked about their decisive win over the L.A. Rams. We have now got to watch the rest of the week one slate and uh, including Monday night's stinker last night between the Seahawks and the Broncos, but overall some pretty exciting games. So before we dive into the Bills Titans, we're going to kind of just give a general takeaway of some of the other AFC teams we talked about prior to the season and where they kind of stand after week one and who could maybe still be a problem for the Bills. You know, is it just week one and things kind of happened like it did for the Bills last year in Pittsburgh. Um, we're going to break down all that first and foremost. Andrew, how are you doing? Um, I know living in Pittsburgh, you probably had quite the weekend based on the game that they had to endure, but um, how's everything going for you? I'm doing good, Nick. Um, I just watched a shit ton of football this weekend, which is uh, good to have back. There's a crisp little chill in the air as well. Um, so I'm feeling good and it's, uh, it's home opener week. So my home opener is my favorite day of the year. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm loving life right now. Yeah. You know, having to wait till Monday is going to be a little stressful, but, um, yeah. it's just going to create for a longer week, honestly. But, um, after week one, a lot of just weird games in general, there was a couple shootouts, um, a lot of, just mediocre games and then a lot of games with excitement such as you know Cincinnati and Pittsburgh with all the missed field goals the turnovers you know just everything going on so when we look around at the AFC as a whole we see you know Pittsburgh with a I would say is an upset win over the Bengals who were just in the Super Bowl Joe Burrow did not look good Um, it kind of goes back to the preseason questions of should guys be playing in the prison? Should they not? I mean, we saw what happened to the Bills last year against Pittsburgh by not playing a lot of guys, um, but they didn't play too much this year, and we came out and we killed the Rams. So who knows what's going on with that? Your take on Cincinnati looks really good after one week. Um, you know, they had every chance to win that game, but they just weren't able to. Kansas City clearly still looks like they're going to be a problem. You know, they didn't have Tyreek Hill, but didn't miss a beat. Arizona kind of stinks, so I'm not sure how much I want to take into that, but they're clearly still very good. Chargers looked awesome. That defense with Bosa and Cleo Mack looked legit. Um, Raiders were going to kind of have to wait and see. They kind of put up a fight, but Derek Carr was very inconsistent. Indianapolis had a bit of a clunker tie against the Houston Texans. The Patriots are dead. Um, Miami, you know, 
looked okay. They didn't look great. I thought Tua played better than he'd shown in the past, but a lot of Dolphins fans already asking for the Bills, which I think you're going to get what you receive next week. We'll get into that next week. But um, just overall, I mean, and then Denver last night, a team that, you know, was talked about as a possible Super Bowl contender. You know, they go on the road, obviously a very emotional game for Russell Wilson returning to Seattle, and they lose to Geno Smith on just some probably the worst clock management game I've ever witnessed in my lifetime between the not going forward on fourth and five to try to attempt the second longest field goal in NFL history with your kicker. And you had three timeouts and then you let it go all the way down to 20 seconds and then use a timeout and then decide to kick it with Russell Wilson, who you just gave a boatload of money to win you game. So uh, after all, all said and done, what were your takeaways from the AFC, you know, powerhouses, quote unquote, besides the bills in week one? And are you chalking any of it up to it's just week one? Or do you think there's some legitimate concern for some of these teams? Um, <clears throat> I think a majority of what we saw, right, you can chalk it up to, hey, it's week one, right? I mean, um, lots of fluky things happen week one, year over year. So it, it's hard to fully judge a lot of teams based on what happens um, during that first week. I do think the Patriots are dead. They look terrible. I don't know how you put that team together um, throughout the rest of the season. So that that's – I feel pretty comfortable and confident saying that they're dead. Um, that being said, I don't think that means the Dolphins are as good as, right, Dolphins fans think they are. But like you said, right, we will uh, we'll make sure they understand that uh, by the end of next week. Um, the Ravens who, right. Like could be a dark horse in the AFC put together a nice win. It's against the jets. Jets are a perennial mess. Um, and Joe Flacco threw 60 passes. Right. Drew, right. Joe Flacco forgot that he doesn't play for the Ravens anymore. Uh, and just kept throwing it to Ravens players. Um, so, right. So like how good are they actually, um, right. Is that just their opponent? Is it that they're actually good yet to be seen once they play a real team a little further into the season? Um, the Chiefs, I think it's safe to say they're still pretty good without Tyreek Hill, right? Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes as much as I wish he wasn't. He still is. Again, Cardinals, though, blitz the Chiefs almost 50% of their defensive plays. Pretty much everyone in the league knows you do not blitz Patrick Mahomes or he does what he did to you all day. So again, right, is how much of that is the Chiefs are really good, haven't missed a step? How much of it is Cardinals just shit the bed and had a terrible game plan? We'll have to see, right? Really small um, sample size. So yeah, a lot happened. It was a entertaining first week, right? There were ties, two games went into overtime. Steelers, Bengals were back and forth. I think both those teams are messes um, that right going to take a while for them to figure out who they are. Um, the only thing that right like is true is I think the Bills are going to be a really good team this year, right? Like I, they played a really good team. Um, There's a lot of emotion in that game, right? A lot to play for, but um, yeah, I mean, take bias out of it. I think that's one of the few games from this weekend that you can say, hey, both these teams are true competitors and put out what they're going to put out most of the season. And 
you saw, you know, truly what that talent pool is for these teams. Um, so we'll see, right? I mean, the Titans who we play this week typically are a team uh, that plays either down or up to their opponent. Um, Colts are that type of team as well, right? And they tied with the Texans. They lost to the Jaguars end of last year. Uh, I feel like the Titans are one of those teams as well. They kind of play to the level of their opponent. You don't truly ever know what type of team they are. Um, so it's hard to get a read on some of these teams, but um, I don't think much of that matters because of the talent, the depth, um, and the you know type of team that the Bills have. So um, we learned some things. At the same time, we learn nothing at all, uh, but that's the beauty of the NFL. Anything can happen on any given Sunday. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, my biggest takeaway coming out of the, you know, this slate of games is it's to me, at least it's, it's clear that the bills and the chiefs are kind of head and shoulders above everyone else in the AFC right now. I mean, I was pretty impressed with what the charters did defensively. I mean, what Khalil Mack and Bosa were doing is going to be a problem. I mean, they almost had, I think it was like six and a half sacks or something like that combined just between those two guys. So there, as long as Derwin James and JC Jackson, those guys stay healthy. I know Keenan Allen uh, hurt his hamstring. So we'll see how long he's going to be out. Um, but they're, they're going to be an issue potentially. They have to keep putting it together though. They haven't been there yet. So, um, but Mahomes and Allen clearly are just the top of the AFC going to continue to be going back and forth at it. Um, so let's, let's talk about the Titans game here for Monday night. Tennessee coming off of a brutal performance at home, losing to the Giants, Fat Randy, um, as many call him, missing a field goal at the end of the game. Just sloppy overall for them. I think offensively they never really got anything going. I thought defensively they actually didn't play terrible, um, but Saquon kind of ran all over them and they couldn't really do anything about it. They got the screen game going. Uh, Daniel Jones made a couple really dumb plays, and they were still able to kind of overcome that. Uh, I mean, I don't think they had Harold Landry, I don't think, didn't play um, for them against the Giants. But losing at home against the Giants to start your season against a new coaching staff, Daniel Jones at quarterback, really no receivers that are of, you know, relevance. Um, they are like big names to talk about. And it's very clear um, from the Eagles game that they very much miss A.J. Brown. I mean, I still don't know why they made that trade. Um, Phillips, the rookie they drafted from UCLA, looked pretty promising. But, man, their offense, when Derrick Henry can't get the ball going, is very boring to watch. Um, their other running back, I think it's Hillard or Hilliard, um, had a really good game for them. But – um, going into this game, the bills are favored pretty heavily. I think the last time I looked, it was by nine. Um, I'm not sure if that's still correct at the very moment. I'm actually double checking that right now. Um, but it looks like the bills are favored by nine and a half. I think some books have it moving to 10. Yeah. The one I'm looking at right now is nine and a half. So clearly the bills are favorites. Um, there's still a little bit of a bad taste in their mouths from the last time we played them last year, Josh slipping and not getting the first down for some reason. Every time the bills play the Titans, it's always a weird tight contested game. seems no matter how good either team is, it always ends up being close. Um, but for some reason, 
this time around, with all history aside, I really do think the Bills are just going to walk in and beat the shit out of this team. Like, I just don't – if they can stop Derrick Henry, I just don't see how they're going to move the ball on the Bills' defense. Like, we're talking about a team that last week had to go up against Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, and Matthew Stafford and these guys. Clearly, Ryan Tannehill and them are nowhere close – to what any of those players are. I mean, you look at the Tennessee box score from when they played the Giants. I mean, Tannehill was pretty efficient, but Derrick Henry had 21 carries, had 80 yards, only 3.9 yards a carry. And then Kyle Phillips, their rookie, had six catches for 66 yards. I mean, Traylon Burks didn't do too much. Robert Woods only had one catch. Austin Hooper, you know, their big tight end acquisition in the offseason had one catch for six yards. I'm just not seeing how this offense is going to be able to drive down on the Bills. I mean, if the Bills pass rush does anything even half as close to what they did last week to the Rams, this game should be over in the first quarter. Like, I don't – like, I, I respect the Titans' defense, and I think Vrabel is a good coach, but I just don't see how they're going to be able to contain Buffalo – I mean, we didn't – like I said, we talked about this last week. Dawson Knox wasn't really involved at all. James Cook fumbled, so he's obviously, I think, going to be a bigger part of this game plan this week. Um, we'll see if Landry plays for them on defense because he's obviously a big piece for them at that linebacking spot. Um, Kevin Byard and Zach Cunningham and Christian Fulton are kind of the big three guys. And Jeffrey Simmons is definitely a guy that Bills are going to have to block because he can – kind of wreck his game, you know, wreck people's games in his own way. But the Bills did a pretty heck of a good job last week containing the best defensive player in the NFL, Aaron Donald. So I'd like to think they're going to be up for the task against Simmons on the front for Tennessee. And maybe I'm, you know, disrespecting them a little bit, but I don't know. I just think the combination of the Bills having the bad taste in the mouth from the last time they play them, I mean, you've talked about this a million times. The Titans are just like a dirty scumbag team. Their fans are awful. Um, we're talking about a home opener that's just going to be absolutely absurdly loud. You're coming off of an AFC East title. You just walked into the defending champs building last week and kicked their ass, and you just had the bad taste from the 13 seconds in the playoffs. And it's the first time these fans are going to be seeing this team with Von Miller and all these guys at home, I just, and you know, the Tennessee's coming off a home loss to the giants. Sure. I'm, I think they're going to play better, but if the bills can stop Derrick Henry, this game's over. I think the bills are going to run away with this game if they have a solid game plan. Yeah. And uh, right. I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's the obvious um, point to make for this game, but, you got to stop Derrick Henry. I mean, um, you stop him a couple times last year. You don't even have to worry about Josh slipping on the, on the four yard line, whatever it was, right? Like um, that's the key to the game. You got to stop Derrick Henry dudes, an absolute alien, um, right? He can make or break the game for you. Good news is Bill's run defense looked pretty good last week. Um, you got some, dogs on this defensive line now um von miller's there now right the reinforcements are here when it comes to the run defense so um i still think right derrick henry's gonna have a day i mean that's just the type of player he is 
Um, but maybe you cut down his big runs, um, right? And, and you kind of lean on that bend but don't break mindset uh, that we have, right, as, as a Bills defense. Um, so that's one big key. And um, Titans, the Titans wide receivers, right, they didn't do much to help Ryan Tannehill uh, last week, right? There wasn't a lot of separation against the Giants. They – um, right, missing some easy plays, just boring looking routes. So if they figure out how to find separation or how to get things going, right, they could help change the momentum of the game quickly. Um, but again, our secondary, which was one of my biggest concerns, I had talked about it a few times leading up to last week's game. They looked pretty good, right? I mean, they, they stepped up big for the team um, on Thursday got the stops, right? You gave up some passes here and there to Cooper Cup and, and a touchdown, but uh, all in all, they did their job and, and did their part uh, to get that win. So um, not too concerned, right? There aren't too many huge wide receiver threats on the Titans, but um, we'll see, right? It's going to be another whole team effort is needed um, on Monday night. You never know what's going to happen with this Titans team. They're so touch and go, hot and cold, right? They are coming off of that loss from the Giants, um, right? And it would only make sense for them to just turn around and try to seek revenge, right? They, Like you said, they're a dirty team. They are, right, like they just find motivation the most ridiculous ways, have chips on their shoulders. Um, so, right, they want to come in and, and play spoiler. So Bills have to play a smart game, limit penalties, stick to your game plan, do what you do best. Do not try to change it um, based on what you think you need to do. Just go out and do your, do what you're good at, right? Like throw to Diggs, throw to Gabe, Dave, get Dawson Knox moving, get him back into the game plan and just play stout, steady defense and you're going to be fine. Um, so we'll see. It is going to be a incredible environment in that stadium. I can't wait to be there for it. Um, so I, I feel pretty confident. But right, I mean, the Titans have had our number the past couple of years. Um, there's you know a weird kind of rivalry that's formed between us because we just keep playing them year after year, and we just always fall short. Um, so anything can happen. But I think. I mean, if I said it once, I've said it a billion times. This roster is just too good, I think, to have those stupid mistakes or right those fluke things that happen, like Josh slipping on fourth and inches. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to chalk up all the previous stuff to Von Miller. Again, the quote of the year, burn it all. We're a new team. It's a new year. I don't care about anything that happened last year. You know, obviously, I think the players will be a little bit motivated because a lot of the players were on that team. But, I mean, we're talking about a team that against the Giants who, I mean, they traded away James Bradbury. They really don't have a good secondary, and this receiving core wasn't able to do much. Robert Woods is, was supposed to be maybe Tannehill's go-to guy. Well, we have Taron Johnson, who's one of the best slot corners in the NFL, to match up with him. Jackson and them played well last week, I think. Guys like Christian Benford and Kyer Elam are going to kind of relish and the opportunity to go up against rookies like Kyle Phillips and Traylon Burks, you know, same draft class, go out and prove who's better. 
Um, I'm not really concerned about Austin Hooper at tight end. I don't think he's going to be a factor at all. My biggest thing is you just got to avoid the turnovers that we had last week. If you avoid the turnovers, I think the Bills are in great shape. If you do turn the ball over, this game could be a lot closer and could get in some trouble because unlike the Rams, I think one of the biggest reasons Buffalo was able to stay in the game against the Rams early on despite the turnovers And when I say stay in the game, I mean, the Bills dominated the game pretty much even when they had the turnovers. But with Tennessee, if you turn the ball over, they have the chance to just go keep Josh on the sideline and pound the rock with Derrick Henry, eat away at the clock, get field goals, get touchdowns. And then it causes the Bills to be rushed and maybe have more offensive sets for their pass against not having that balance that we saw last week. And then maybe Josh starts playing hero ball because of last year. You never know what's going to happen. You just can't give Tennessee the ball and let Derrick Henry run out the clock on Josh Allen. You have to find a way to get stops and get the ball back over into 17 hands. I think they're going to be able to do that. Um, A matchup that I'm particularly interested in, granted it's going to be if he plays, is Dawson Knox against Landry um, at the linebacker spot. And then if he doesn't play, it'll be against Cunningham. But I think they're going to try to really hard to get Dawson Knox involved um, in the offense this week just because of how much of a non-factor he kind of was last week, at least from a receiving aspect. And then I'm kind of interested to see how Motor, you know, Motor's game is because he had a really good week one. He had, you know, I talked about the key block he had on the Gabe Davis bomb. I'm really hoping that this is another game where he can, can just continue to build the momentum that we saw at the end of last year, that we saw in week one and just kind of solidify, I am that number one guy. And I really do want to see James Cook, you know, really tough break for him week one. Um, I think Bills fans are going to be clamoring for him to get the ball three, four, five times in the screen game, or just a few handoffs just to see if he can break one in the open field um, and get going. And I am also interested to see if Khalil Shakir is inactive again or not, because I'm wondering if that was a personnel thing, or if that was just something that's going to be happening going forward until they need him. Um, those are a couple other things I'm kind of looking for in this game on Monday night. Yeah, I think <clears throat> right, you're, you're never going to be able to match the Titans run game, but I think if you can stay competitive um, and have your own type of run game working, that's huge, right? You keep um, you keep the game in your hands. You dictate how you want the pace of the game to go, um, right? You run the clock, let Josh do his thing, get motor running. Um, you, you can't go wrong there. Um, I think that's huge. And then, right, I, I just talked about it. You need the defense to shut down Derrick Henry, take the ball away, right? Get some turnovers, get some interceptions from Tannehill, right? Like um, I mentioned, the receivers aren't doing much. They miss A.J. Brown. Uh, right, not having them really kind of limits their ability to be a dynamic offense. So if you can uh, get Tannehill, you know, be an old Tannehill and, and not on his game, take the ball over uh, or get some turnovers, take the ball away from him, um, you'll be able to do whatever the hell you want against him. So it's just be be that high-flying team that, you know, you, you've shown you can be week one. Um and do the small things right, right? Get the small things taken care of, and it'll build to, to some points. Absolutely. So before we close the show today, as usual, um, 
game score predictions and one player on both sides of the ball that you expect to um, have a big game for the Bills? Um, on the defensive side, I'd like to see Poyer uh, kind of keep adding to um, a great start he's had, right? He has one interception already, lots of great tackles, right? Leading this defense with the young secondary, trying to get them through until Trey comes back. Want to see him, right, come back, have a huge game, um, get some more interceptions, keep making that case of why the Bills should pay him at the end of the year um, and, and kind of, you know, keep doing what he's been doing since 2017. So uh, love to see that. Um, and I guess Saffold, right, on the other side of the ball against his former team, see how he does against um, the line, see how he holds up right helps kind of turn this game around in our favor um and, and right he has a chance to work with everyone else on that line and be a game changer and make things happen um so love to see how he comes out and reacts um like i said playing against his old old team and, and how he stands up and, and holds up and what about a score prediction oh score prediction um let's go Titans 17, Bills 27. All right. I'm looking at rookies on both sides of the ball. I'm looking at Kyer Elam defensively. Um, I kind of want to see how he reacts to last week. He obviously didn't play as much as Christian Benford. Again, a lot of that scheme-based, but I'm still sure he he wants to be out there. He wants to be proving that he's worthy of being a first round pick. I'm sure he hears some of the noise about a six round guy starting over him and this, that, and the third. Um, like I said, going up against Phillips and Traylon Burks, a couple other rookies in your class. I think he's going to want to go out and prove a point. And then on the offense side, James Cook, again, I just alluded to it. I think everyone wants to see him play. He's a player that I feel like almost everyone in Buffalo wants to see succeed. And everyone kind of feels bad on how his first game went, you know, his first carry, he fumbles the ball. Um, so let's see if Ken Dorsey can get him involved early and often. We know Tennessee at times knows how to drop the perfect blitzes and guys like Motor, Knox, Cook are going to be, you know, dump off guys for Josh um, in this game. And score prediction, I'm going to go a little bit further than you did. I'm going to go Bills 38 and the Titans 13. All right. I think it's going to be a hell of a game either way, right? I, I I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think, and again, this is pessimistic Bills fan coming out, right? It always happens before kickoff, um, my defense mechanism. Um, but I think I think it's going to be closer than it should. Um, but I, I still, still think we'll win. I just uh, – I, I don't know if it's going to be a cakewalk, right? It just, you, you were supposed to get rid of that after last week. We had a deal uh, – I know, I know, I can't help it. We'll see. Maybe after this week, if they come out and <laughs> um, but... put uh, put Gabe Davis in your fantasy lineups too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Nick on that one. I texted him probably five minutes before kickoff. He said, "Should I switch Gabe Davis for?" I think it was like Mike Williams, and he said yes, and I did, and he scores the first touchdown. So, thanks, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I'm not I'm not often right, um, but when I am, you know, look. Good little things happen. 
but uh, we uh, we appreciate everyone for tuning in as always. Please give us a follow on Instagram at the Buffalo Oil Podcast. Uh, we greatly, greatly appreciate that. We'll be back next week, probably on Tuesday, actually, probably a week from today, recapping the Monday night game. Hopefully it'll be um, after a Bills win. Uh, Sabres prospect camp starts this week. They announced their roster yesterday. A couple really young guys, Matthew Savoy, uh, Coolidge, first-round picks this year. So I'm excited to kind of see them play. Um, I know Fan Fest for the Sabres are in Buffalo. I believe it's next Saturday or this Saturday they're doing Fan Fest for the Sabres. So um, if you're in Buffalo, definitely go check that out. I'm really amped up for preseason to get started. I'm excited to see Jack Quinn, J.J. Paterka, and all those guys um, get in the lineup and just have everything in Buffalo with the Sabres and Bills going at once. Um, so um, stay tuned again next week. We appreciate the support as always. This has been the Buffalo Oil Podcast, Buffalo's favorite sports channel. These guys are good. Scary good. What a connection. Allen and Diggs. No one circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills.